Hello, everybody, and welcome once again to our mini-series of Wrestling with COVID-19. Jim Boy Star and Josiah are both here, as always. Hello, guys. Hello. Hey. And we've got a, a lot to talk about because this may be the only time where the three main countries of North America are going to be all mentioned in the same episode. Oh, that's true. Okay. But I just thought I about, about it, too. First off, what episode is this? Do you remember? Do you know? I, I don't even know. Five is this or a, six? I was, was going to say, I think it's their fourth or fifth one. So yeah. it's probably five. You know, okay. You guys that's still up. more than I... I just want to open this up and say, that's still more than I thought I was going to do of this. The fact that we have this many episodes is ridiculous to me. Yeah, and it's and how been, badly what? we've been doing handling yeah, this it. Is so six. six. And I think this is like month seven of the pandemic. We're getting yeah. going into it. We're in month six, month seven. Mm-hmm. Not only that, but I think it also bothers me that not only is this just another episode of oh, we saw you're still dealing with COVID, and and also in the pro wrestling side is the fact that we keep getting new news. And it's mm. never good either. Mm. So, all right. But before we do that, now for everyone that may be unfamiliar with the series, first we talk about our actual experiences and the world outside, and then move into the wrestling topics probably in about like 20 minutes-ish. So if you don't care about real-world stuff, you can go to the 20-minute mark. Um, if it's a little over that, just keep going. You'll get there eventually. Um, let's start with Josiah here, because Josiah, you have... Some stuff going on in Canada, which I feel like you guys, for the most part, have been quiet until recently with this stuff. Yeah, it's been, uh, we've had a, a very eventful two weeks in regard to COVID. Um, so basically, we were doing really, really, really well for a long time. My provinces are still doing well, but I'll get to that. Um but as they lessen restrictions in the more populated provinces like Ontario and Quebec and even British Columbia to a certain extent, um, they're started to see a slight uptick in cases. And for a while, um, Ontario was reporting uh, less, less than 200 cases a day. And they were down to, I think, like 120 at one point. And right around that range, 100 to 120, uh, probably about a month ago. And then uh, they reopened all the schools, the universities are reopened, all those kinds of things. And people are traveling to Ontario for school and all this kind of stuff. And uh, what started to happen is they started to report 150 cases and 190 and then uh, this past week, they reported over 700 cases in a day, and it was the most they ever reported in one day. Mm. Um, it's hard to pinpoint exactly where this started to happen, but it is likely likely due to people traveling in for school, I would suggest, for uh, at the university level. And the lessening of restrictions where people are not practicing as much social distancing and they're not wearing their masks and those kinds of things. Uh, and uh, Quebec has seen a similar spike and uh, to a lesser extent British Columbia, but they, they have also 
done that. Um, and I noticed it actually as a part of my work uh, because I, I work in cell phone tech support, so I talk to people from all over Canada every day. And uh, I noticed in the Ontario region, central to Western Canada, a lot of customers saying, yeah, we're starting to see spikes in cases. And, th- and this was um, before it was really officially announced as a second wave, and they started to do lockdown procedures again. Right. But uh, what essentially happened was I, I saw that happening and I'm thinking they're going to get hit with a second wave. This is what's going to happen. And lo and behold, it has happened and people are, some morons are already protesting lockdown again. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we have that here to a lesser extent than in the United States, but we still have it. And we're seeing Ontario right now is not good. Um, they're getting hammered every day right now with over 500 cases. Um, how was the, how was I don't know if you have the, these numbers in front of you, but how was the hospitalization and death counts? So hospitalization, they they have the province as code red right now, but hospitalization they have code yellow. So okay. uh, for us, that means they're kind of middle range right now. Right. Uh, deaths have not increased dramatically yet, but I'm going to expect we're going to see that within two weeks. Right. Uh, sure. Once the virus kind of takes its course. And uh, Quebec is a mess right now. They they are the province that has handled it worse than any other province in Canada. And they are getting, and really they're, well, what you sow is what you reap. Uh, they are going to get hit probably harder than anyone else with the second wave. Mm-hmm. But uh, my provinces, I am in still in the Atlantic bubble. So that's Nova Scotia, Prince Edward Island, and uh, New Brunswick, my province, mm-hmm. uh, where we are allowed limited freedom of travel between the provinces. Um, right. Like I, tra- I traveled to Nova Scotia this past weekend. Uh, there's border checks and things like that, but we just have to fill out forms and things like that to, so they can do contact tracing if anyone is infected. Right. Um, we have six cases in New Brunswick right now, six or seven. Uh, and it's all travel related from like workers having to travel into New Brunswick, which is allowed, but they have to self-isolate. If you travel from anywhere outside of the maritime provinces, you have to self-isolate for two weeks upon entry. It's rules for everyone. If you don't follow it, you you can get prison time. Um, oh wow! Okay, I mean, I was going to say yeah. we have something. We have something like that where, or at least here in New Jersey and New York. Uh, in fact, I believe um, today it was updated. Today it's it's um, September 29th, and I would like to mention that. There is a debate happening tonight, so anything that happens on the debate, we won't cover because it will have already passed. Um, just want to mention that real quick. Um, I think we put Colorado on there, but we took Virginia and Arizona off. It's an ever-changing list that I believe Bill is still on, so I cannot visit Bill um, because <laughs> his state has done a terrible job. Basically, we have become the only That's not actually guy. true, but I mean... Uh, my sister also lives in Maryland. They, they're blaming one city in particular. So I don't know if Bill feels the same way. but So I get what you're saying in regards to the travel restrictions because we do have something like that here. But prison time was is not a discussion here in regards to that. 
Yeah, like there there have already been people who have been fined an extraordinary amount of money for breaking the protocol. Uh, pr- prison time would be like extreme, uh, but they are people who have been handed fines for breaking the quarantine. Um, if you're if you're caught breaking quarantine, you you will pay for it. Um, mm. They they make that very clear, uh, and that's part of why it's been easy to keep the virus contained here. Um, and there is something that concerns me though. Um, our cases right now among the three provinces are less than 20, probably. Uh, so we're reporting, you know, one case, two cases here and there, Mm -hmm. uh, and all, all of it because of workers coming into the province, uh, none or a student coming from elsewhere in Canada or the world coming here. And well, that's what I was going to ask you, is I thought like a month or two ago, and obviously things could have changed, I thought you guys weren't allowing people into Canada. Uh, we do for work, and we do let students in. Okay. Uh, and that that's, that's never that really... In, does that include... Okay, so my question is then, does that include new students as well, or is it just returning students? That's a good question. Uh, I think it includes new students. Um, but a lot of universities have transitioned to virtual learning anyways right now, mm-hmm. uh, for the majority of their classes. Um, it, it's really, from what I understand, it is, it also includes new students from what mm-hmm. I understand, um, that they haven't shut the country to new students. Uh, you just have to isolate upon getting here. Um, and for the ones who isolate, they just do classes virtually. Uh, until their isolation is over. Um, Now, New Brunswick has been fortunate, and and same with Nova Scotia and PEI. Uh, We do have some of the larger or um, more academically acclaimed universities in our part of the country. Uh, Some of the more famous worldwide universities are right here, Nova Scotia and New Brunswick. Uh, Nova Scotia and New Brunswick in particular. Um, so we do have a lot of students internationally coming in, but if they follow the rules as they should, and they, if they don't, they get in serious trouble and could probably be shipped back to their country. Uh, if they don't, um, Mm -hmm. they, we, we have not seen that kind of spread and most of it has been either students or seasonal workers coming in like that. And Mm -hmm. so we've never been closed off completely like even uh, the u.s border you're allowed to come into canada for work you're absolutely allowed right. to do that uh that has never stopped um but you have strict procedures and rules you have to follow upon doing it and uh right now though the concerns that i have in my mind we, we do have a growing small minority of people who are protesting the lockdown here Mm-hmm. and protesting social distancing and protesting the masks. And it just, it concerns me because I'm thinking sometime, at some point they're going to give in to pressure and lessen restrictions more and more, and they've been doing that in Nova Scotia, for example. And so the question is, when is that second wave going to hit us? Mm-hmm. And it seems inevitable that it is going to. And really, people are starting to relax right now because our cases are so low. Right. And this is really when you need to be more vigilant because we don't have a vaccine. Uh, mm-hmm. And 
to be more vigilant about it and, and watch out for it. Um, I, I'm just concerned that we're we're going to lose the lightening up of restrictions that we had because people are not taking this as seriously as they should. Right. Uh, and I, my concern is like, I'm not going to be able to go see my friends again right. soon. And if, if, if people are not taking this seriously and wearing their masks and, and practicing the proper social, social distancing. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause I, I have, a, we have our own individual bubble houses that we can go visit. Right, which you explained to us in uh, one of the past episodes on how the bubble houses work. Exactly, and and some of my best friends, I finally like, I didn't see them for three months, and I finally saw them. It was like it was really a emotional thing for me because I really missed my friends, mm. <laughs> uh, and I don't want to go three months without seeing them again. Sure. I don't know. We moved to Maryland, who I did say a, well, you know what? I'll go for I'll go before you build, but only because I don't really have that much. We're still doing the same shit here. Um, I'm still going to work. It still doesn't matter over here, apparently. Uh, still things are. Although, you know, you say that there's protests there. I feel like I've heard there's less protests here about, in general, as, as far as. Um, you know, no masks or whatnot. Bill, can yeah, you vouch absolutely. me for that? Like, if, yeah, I feel like there's less protests now about that as opposed to two or three months ago. Do you agree, Bill, or no? Yeah, oh, no, I definitely agree. Um, as far so recently they just said that uh, there's all these zip codes in New York that they're concerned about. Um, you know, there's so many businesses at this point that are have gone, that have either gone under or looks like they're going under. It's it's crazy to me. Um, again, I'm still doing what I'm doing, uh, you know, with public transportation. Um, yeah, I guess really that's that's it for me. I mean, I guess there's really nothing else to say. So let's, I guess, unless you have guys have a question, let's move to Maryland. No, I don't. Um, here it's been kind of quiet. Because um, our governor recently, about three, four weeks ago, got us into stage three, which doesn't mean that everything is completely open. They still have to follow guidelines and stuff. Um, so we're still in that. Schools right now are being done virtually. Uh, I'm you know, being a, uh, an aide, you know, I'm there or I'm in my house every morning um, working with the kids. And I'll be, it, it is different. I'll say that because I had this conversation with my uncle a couple of weeks ago. It, it feels different, but at the same time, I'm sort of glad that I'm doing this for safety purposes. Um, and then as far as COVID goes, we here, actually, uh, the county that I live, Prince George's County, we had one day a couple of weeks ago where there were no new cases confirmed. Mm-hmm. And then after that, it started to go back up again. Um, the recent number that I just saw is we have, as of today, 90 new cases confirmed. And we're still like, as far as counties go, the highest number um, of cases, we're at 29,000 plus. Um, 
with only 805 deaths. So, I mean, it, the the death number is a lot lower here than I think in other areas, which I'm very glad about. Um, the, the confirmed cases number worries me a little bit. And then the other thing that's been talked about is, you know, some of the counties are thinking about opening back up real soon. I know we had a, a, a big to-do. I think I talked about this in the last episode where a private school was going to sue the state for not letting them open to start the year. And the state was like, okay, you know what? Screw it. Just go, just go ahead. Open it up. And it right. Was, and, and it the was pressure like a few weeks, like they had confirmed cases. So, you know, that's what you get. Um, I know in D.C. they're thinking about opening up by the end of next month, October, early November. Um, here or over at the University of Maryland, which is actually really close to where I live, maybe like three five minutes, um, they had to shut down for a little bit because they had an outbreak. So you don't hear much about it in Maryland, but like Jim said, you know, we get put on lists to take it off list, mainly New York and New Jersey. Um, I mean, I think New York and New Jersey are the only ones that have lists, to be honest with you. Um, DC has a list. I know. Do they? Oh, I, are I we on their list? Delaware has been on and off that list. Um, I think you guys might be on that list. I, I what? Seen That's that. absurd. You get us off that list. Uh, I'm not the way, mayor I, of DC. <laughs> by the way, I am. I apologize. I am wrong. I'm looking at our list right now, and you are not on there, so I can visit you. <laughs> but the reason why I said that I couldn't visit you, though, is because Delaware's on the list. And in order for me to get to from New Jersey to Maryland, I literally need to go to Delaware. Mm-hmm. Unless, I don't you, know went, unless like, you took the long way through Pennsylvania, go through like the Philadelphia area. But I guess I could do that. God, that'd be so long, though. It would. It's not worth it to see you. No, it's not. That, that, that <laughs> I was going to invite you for our lasagna <laughs> Thanksgiving dinner. Oh, no, you told me the other, about the other day. I'm pumped. I'd be pumped about that. <laughs> I don't have anyone in my life that I'm spending Thanksgiving with now. So I, I, I haven't talked to my dad yet if he's convinced the rest of my family to do it. So, <laughs> <laughs> so okay, so Maryland's in a better better spot than I actually thought. I, I miss, um, under, understood that. I'm just looking at these places because I'm looking to possibly go somewhere. And so it's like it's weird to try to look at this thing and say, where do I want to go? And can I do it? Mm-hmm. And, like, I always get bummed out when, like, um, for example, I think is Vegas still on here. Nevada? Nevada? Let me look real quick. Yeah, Nevada's on this list now, but I don't think they were. And I was like, oh, come on. I was like, is that? I was like, that's somewhere I would go. Right. Whereas, like, they were like, oh, but guess what? Ohio's off. It's like, why the hell do I want to go to Ohio? Eh, it's a nice state. It's not that bad. Uh, it's got one. It's got that song that I like. That's about Ohio. Oh, Cleveland Rocks. Well, okay, that's two that's songs. That's a good song. Because I, I forgot about that. No, I was talking about that old song from like, I feel it's like the '60s or '70s, like some years ago. What, like, it's called Ohio. It goes like, why, oh, why, oh, why, oh, why did I ever leave? Ohio. Wow. How come? I'm surprised. I've never heard that. 
It's an old song. Sounds like something uh, my parents would sing. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, yeah, that's pretty much why how much I care about Ohio. Um, okay. Our apologies to anyone that moves. Yeah, Ohio. sorry. When it's, uh, okay, let me make it clear. I guess I'm not bashing all uh, everyone from Ohio. It's just I don't think there's anything fun to do there. That's my real criticism. Okay, there. that's fair. Um, Jersey, I should mention has been opening things up, which I see at this point, it's so weird for me. Cause I, I'm like, you guys, like I'm not, cause I've been doing this now for a couple months, no longer scared. Like I'm just like, whatever, just give me more possible things to do, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, we do have some indoor dining, which opened, I believe it was Labor Day weekend. And recently our governor said that, he is not attributing anything, any kind of spike from the indoor dining, which is fair because it doesn't look like there was. Um, that being said, we do have a county recently, as of today, I should say, that he's a little concerned about. Um, not Surprisingly, not in North Jersey. Um, it's down in South Jersey. I'm surprised by that because I figured if there was going to be a jump, it was going to be from North Jersey because it's next to New York. Um so no, like there's definitely certain things. Um, there's certain things that I could probably, I probably have a little more freedom than I did about two months ago. Mm-hmm. Um, but still, I I don't like outdoor bars. It's very different. It feels different. I don't like it, and I definitely am thwarted because of the cold weather coming. Um, it's not that cold now, but it will be soon, probably within the next two or three weeks. Um. So that's that's where I stand in regards to what's going on with me. Um, so just, what's the next plan for, for Canada? Is there a plan coming up here? What's going on? Well, I can say from my province, we still have indoor, we have indoor dining and all that open. Is it 25% capacity? Is there, like, is there a limit? Uh, yeah, they usually have a limit, like 10 customers or something like that at a time. Uh, when I was it's in Nova Scotia. Uh, when I was uh, in Nova Scotia, I took the bus down, and uh, there was only five people allowed in the terminal at once, those kinds of things. So uh, we, uh, the bus had social distancing on the bus. You were only allowed one person per two rows of seats or whatever, because it's two seats grouped together. Really? So okay. it's one person in each one all the way through the whole bus. You can't sit next to anyone or anything like that. Um, so really, we have... We have most everything going now. Just at a smaller capacity. Just at a smaller capacity. That's crazy to me, the bus thing, because actually it's funny you say that because this is a good time for me to bring this up. Earlier last, or last week at some point, I must say it's Thursday, was the first day that I rode on the, on the train that everyone was sitting down somewhere. And I was like, oh my God, does this mean that like, like, it really gave, like, some kind of sense of, like, okay, what's, uh, again, I'm not, not uneasiness because at this point I don't care. Um, more of, like, okay, I guess we're, we're not limiting. And to be fair, honestly, if I was, there's apps right now that can tell us if, like, the, an upcoming train has got, you know, a low capacity, medium capacity, or high capacity, um, which is helpful for, for people, but like at the same time, 
as more people start going into work, which I am starting to feel going into New York City, good news for you. I don't care if that thing's red. I'm not going to be late for work. I'm going in. Like, I don't know. Like, I, maybe that's just me, and that's just how I've always been, even when a train was packed. So, I don't know. I just feel, just hearing you say, like, it's one person every two rows is just amazing to me in regards to that. Yeah, and, and like, so they're selling limited tickets. They have, they do, uh, like, uh, it, it was actually the first time it happened uh, to me. Uh, on the way back to New Brunswick, we were actually stopped at the border and uh, had to give our forms to the everyone at the border. We don't, they don't always stop people. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, they stopped someone and it was like, we had to make sure they, the guy, the uh, border security, I guess, whatever it is, one of the police officers. Uh, came on and uh, he asked the whole bus about uh, a series of questions about COVID. And then we handed him our forms and then we were welcomed back and into New Brunswick. So I was welcomed home. Uh, like er- everything is a, a very, er- like for the most part, people are following those kinds of rules. And on the bus, masks were mandatory. Mm-hmm. Um, that is That is also mandatory here too. Yeah, uh, I I don't think they're mandatory everywhere in public here in New Brunswick yet. They are in Nova Scotia. Mm-hmm. Uh, and personally, for me, I, I think that's probably a good idea with the second wave happening in the rest of Canada to make them mandatory here. Um, I wear mine anyways, just in case. Like, I, if I'm sick, I don't want to give this to someone else. So right. uh, I that's why you wear the mask, because if you're sick, you could pass it to someone else. Right. Um, and anyways, uh, is yeah, it was like public transportation and all that has been very good with the social distancing. Uh, sports have resumed for a lot of people. Uh, I don't know how they're getting away with doing that without a bubble. Yeah, um, I agree. I don't, there's, I don't know how that's all happening, by the I way. Mean, uh, I was going to say, like... Oh, yeah, Mr. Sports Guy. You're no, bad. I was, I was going to say, like, hockey, you know, last night they finished and they had their bubble, and I was just absolutely impressed how they handled the entire thing the, from like July on to last the, night. The NHL has handled handled that probably better than anyone else I in know. terms of sports leagues. And they were like the last of the major four to go through going back. Mm-hmm. By the way, I'll have some breaking news here um, that I'm looking at and this does is COVID related. Um, so apparently Disney to lay you off 28,000 employees. Oh, wow. Yeah. Because Which doesn't surprise me because their theme parks haven't been open. Well, hold on. Actually, I think California is completely closed, but Florida, which we're going to get to now in a second here, um, was open at 25%, and now I think it's open. They have the choice to be open for good, to my understanding. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Florida governor is saying that, basically, we're reopening. And the way I had kind of heard it, uh, and Bill can either, you know, correct me or, or agree, is that Florida is um, saying, like, pretty much you have to justify if you don't open up all the way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I just facepalm so hard because Florida is over there for being Florida. Yep, like, it is. Like, that's insane to me. 
Like, you should have to justify being able to open. Not like we want to open up. Well, how? What's your plan? How are you going to protect everyone? If you don't have a plan, you don't open. Uh, you know, like um, even something as simple for us here. So I, I'll give an example. Um, my church recently reopened the one I attend uh, after months. So we, we have not had a service in that building since uh, mid-March. Mm-hmm. And it, uh, so we've been doing it online. I've been editing and producing the video for them. And uh, we, it just, anyways, all that to say, uh, we had to submit a detailed written plan to the government to be able to legally open mm-hmm. um, about how we were going to practice social distancing and all that. And we didn't have someone just say, hey, you can meet again uh, or, hey, you can open again. Uh, and so that you have to justify being closed to the, the, the Florida government. That's insane. Yeah. Uh, let's. I was trying to look at some stuff here. Unfortunately, the big thing when you type in Florida in the news stories is actually this Disney thing. So it's not like giving me a top result um, for for this. But uh, yeah, let's let's see how this works out for them. I mean, I will say this though. I'll say this is if there's minimal deaths from this, I would be very very surprised. Mm. Like, I, and if there is, that makes me kind of look at things maybe in a different light in some, in some aspects, but Hey, let's, let's see what happens in about two weeks. Um, okay. Let's talk about wrestling stuff. Cause COVID is hitting the wrestling business. Um, there is, there are Mexican wrestlers dying. I, I don't know the details, Bill, if you can lead this off, let's talk about that. Well, okay. The, with, with Mexico, um, and I, I try to read the Observer, you know, every once in a while for, like, some notes and stuff, and their deaths have sort of been quiet as far as they haven't really said that much, although it is, I I hate to say this, but it is, to a degree, Mexico. Mm -hmm. Um, This past Friday was... CMLL's anniversary show, which is their biggest show of the year. And I believe they were one of the first, if not the first Mexican promotion to open back up down there. And they were doing empty arena shows. And what they did for their anniversary show was they had the fans vote for like every match. Like, who's going to challenge for this belt? Who's going to challenge for that belt? By the way, before you continue, I have late-breaking news from Mexico. Mm -hmm. Are you ready for this one? Uh Uh-oh. Well, this was from a day ago. And again, we are recording this on September 29th from NBC News. I'm just going to read the main headline here. Mexico says an official coronavirus death toll won't be available for, quote, a couple of years. (laughs) Wow. Oh, my goodness. Oh, man. Okay. So, continue. I just figured I want to add that as you continue your Mexico story. Yeah, thank you. So, um... <laughs> oh, wow, I can't stop that. No. Um, so, like, the week of the show, 
they were starting to announce that some wrestlers were now not going to be able to appear on the anniversary show. And the biggest name from there that people here in the U.S. would know is Bandito, who wrestles for Ring of Honor and on occasion New Japan. Mm. He was going to be on that show. Um, another big name is Ultimo Guerrero. Yeah, I was going to say him. Yep. And there was even a picture that was released before he got before he contracted this of him working outside. Um, I, I guess it's like a like a restaurant, but it's like you get your food from the truck and then you sit down. I I I can't really describe it. Okay. Um, but he was a waiter there and he brought food over and his mask was off to protect his face. So in total, about five or six people were ended up contracting it and had to miss this show. And, and I think they ended up canceling the show. Did they not? No, that show went on. Oh, it did. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, when they're going to let them wrestle again, not really sure. So, because um, I, I don't think AAA has started back up. That's the other big promotion in Mexico. Right. Um, I don't think they've started back up yet. So, it's a little, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a little scary down there right now. And then especially with you saying that they're not going to have the numbers for years, that makes it yeah. even more scary. And lots of uh, lots of smaller like indie promotions have been running, um, and older Mexican wrestlers. And we don't know how many yet, just because it hasn't come out, mm-hmm. uh, have died because of COVID. Mm. Uh, and we hear na- some names of that passed away, and they are they're usually listed in the Observer with an obituary. But the truth is, we don't really know. The, the full amount yet right. um, and I, I don't know what it is but obviously they're not handling the virus very well down there mm-hmm. um, and it's unfortunately resulting in a lot of uh, deaths yeah. and, uh, and that includes to Mexican wrestlers and we are going to probably hear a lot more about that in the coming months right all right, so we'll have to see what, you know, like you said, what happened. I'm still surprised about the whole we won't know a number for years because as bad as the United States are doing is doing, at least we know. Yeah, at least we know, exactly. Right, like, I mean, I don't even want to surmise to guess what that number is going to be when they do, quote-unquote, release it. Or even even more importantly, how much they're going to try to fudge the numbers, actually, and and try to put it off on something else or, you know, something like that. Um, but also in the States here in, in uh, United States wrestling in the form of NXT, uh, AEW, there was some clash of the, I, clash, right? Clash of the champions. Clash right? of champions Not, yeah. I told you, I keep getting confused between that and Night of Champions as a name. Yeah, um, we're still working on that. <laughs> <laughs> so, it's basically the same pay-per-view. Yeah, well, yeah, this, but this one hit, was headlined by the great Uso, 
Um, which right. I did enjoy. Yeah, that was an enjoyable main event. Yeah, I did enjoy that because it was, it was a nice very, and, very good story. Yeah, and it was yeah. fresh, and people like Jay Uso, and um, I don't know it's like I said, it was very fresh. But there were it also resulted in some card changes. Apparently, um, Bill, you said two matches were taken out, right? It was the tag team women's match. Yeah. And what was the other one? I can't think of. And the I original, just watched this thing two days ago. The original match for the SmackDown Women's title. Oh, that's right. The Bailey thing that mm-hmm. happened. Yeah. Um, and see, it's weird because in WWE's case, they will not, we might not know if it's COVID because mm-hmm. they've especially, it's particularly said that for talent to not let people know. I, I don't understand. What's the logic for that? If anything, it gives them an excuse on why, like, TV was bad. Like, they could say, oh, we didn't know this was going to happen. Oh, the virus doesn't exist, pal! <laughs> I mean, I guess that is part of it. But why, why, like, I don't know. I just feel like, from a PR standpoint, it actually makes your company look, that, look better by saying, like, oh, well, we couldn't really flesh out this story because then this guy, this person got covid Honestly, that's really pretty much how WWE handles major injuries as well. They don't talk about concussions. Mm-hmm. If they say someone is out with an und- or an, unsp- uh, in, uh, an injury that is not specific, uh, it's just they, they've been out for medical reasons. They have not been medically cleared, and they don't tell you why. It's a concussion. It's almost always a concussion or a neck issue, one of the two. Right. Uh, and... They they have this weird restrictive rule where they don't want anyone talking about COVID, and part part of it is because, well, we don't want to remind people that it exists. But I mean, or when you do that, you're it's like you're living in some fictional reality yeah. right. that you're denying reality, and don't deny reality. Like the first thing AEW said when Lance Archer was diagnosed with COVID, he's been diagnosed with COVID. Mm-hmm. He's he's out. He's not going to be able to do the match against Moxley. And and we will talk about that a little later. Hmm. But like, so so with Nikki Cross, what I read was her husband Killian Dane was around somebody who had it or who ended up having it. Hmm. So she. I guess quarantined herself. Okay. Which makes a lot of sense. So she didn't, she wasn't at the Thunderdome on SmackDown Friday, and then she didn't show up at the pay per view, so they're like, oh, well, okay, that's just not going to happen. The match isn't going to happen. Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler, I have not heard a thing. I, yeah. And I, I would almost bet a lot of money it's not concussion because Jackson Baszler haven't had a match in like two, three weeks. Because like, <laughs> how about they get on the pay per view then? Well, okay, no. Let me tell you what it is. The last two weeks on Raw until last night, all they did was they put Lana through a table. Okay. That's all they did for the last two weeks. Okay, I mean that's fair. And, and they're the women's tag team champions. So. Yeah, they are the women's tag team champions. 
Right. I don't even know why those belts even exist. There's no need for that. It's it's the divas. It's the women's revolution, Jim. Oh my God! Stop. But, but then less belts in wrestling, please. But then last night's Raw gets affected because we had no Raw Underground for the first time since they started. Retribution was not on the show because they're quarantining the main five members of the group, even though all five tested negative. But they, Oh wait, now I'm really confused. Okay. Hold on. So they weren't on the show, but they don't, it's confirmed. They don't have it. They, it is confirmed. They don't have it, but they were not on the show. They're quarantining them to be safe because they still are with, you know, the NXT people. And they and they did come into contact with someone who tested positive. Mm-hmm. So, but we don't know who that is. So, I have. Oh my god, my head's spinning so much. Right now. Okay, <laughs> I, I have a slight, from what I understand, now, this is not something. I don't have any sources or scoops or anything like that. Oh, that's too bad. Um, but I, what I saw from someone who has connections in, uh, from the observer. Maeve Deltzer. <laughs> it, it's, it's not, it's not Dave. <laughs> no, that'd be, uh, that'd be Maeve Seltzer. <laughs> uh, it's, <laughs> it's not Dave. It's not Dave, but it, it's another fellow there. And, uh, I, he posted from what he understands is that it was an NXT coach that had COVID. Okay. And there was a party thrown that both AEW and NXT talent attended. Oh no! And oh. this is where it started. Can I can I ask what the party was for? <laughs> I have no idea. Uh, it's so that's that's from what I understand. Now that that either way, we know at some point because the the outbreak started. With uh, with talent in NXT and talent in AEW mm-hmm. together at something, so it was like likely this party, uh, and uh, and I mean they're friends in the both companies. There's married couples, there are people dating, all this kind of stuff. So that's what makes me wonder what the party's for. That's the number one thing <laughs> I want to know right now in my life, right this second, is who I, this party was for. I wish I knew. I wish I knew. But uh, whose, that's whose birthday was close to around when this happened. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that's that's what happened, and it's clearly affected both companies quite severely lately. Mm-hmm. I can't believe that the the Antifa group is not going to be on now for the next two weeks. It does feel you know, a little weird. You know, Especially it, because they're, they're such invaders. Like, you would think nothing would stop them. It's also funny because they're not allowed to say anything about COVID, yet they're interested in destroying the company. So shouldn't they break those rules? Right. Thank you. That's the next I was going to say. I mean, like I said, the whole, whole storyline was done with me and from day one when they were like, we don't know who these are. It's the one time in our lifetime that you would actually know every single person who's in the building. Yeah, because you have exactly. to sign in. I think I said this in the last episode too. Because you, you have to sign in, you have to you have to do a when, COVID test and all that. Everyone knows who's there. Oh, when did these performance center fans 
<laughs> Which one of them conveniently disappeared around the time Retribution showed up? <laughs> anyway, uh, like you mentioned before, AEW also has had this problem. It resulted in... Now, okay, here's a question. We know Lance Archer had COVID. Mm-hmm. Is that also from this party? Uh, I'm not sure. I actually thought that, I that heard it was sure. from a family member. Okay. Yeah, that could have been a separate issue. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I think I think Archer lives in Texas, anyways, so mm-hmm. it, it was likely a separate issue for him. And now, was anyone else affected by this that we know of? A couple names. There, there are some folks in AEW who are self-isolating right now. Okay. Do yeah. we know who? Uh, I don't have any names. I don't think they've talked about it too openly. Mm-hmm. I, it's With, not like the big names. Okay. It's more of like AEW dark talent. Yeah, basically. Okay. And well, who's I on? Oh, like dark respect. Dark's running tonight. Who's not on the dark tonight? That would be. Uh, that's a good question. Who would have been on dark tonight? Give give me the AEW dark preview. Actually, it probably already happened. Give me yeah, the AEW did. dark results. All right, hold on. Real quick, because as someone who occasionally watches AEW dark, I might be like, oh, why wasn't this person here? Uh, I do know that the one person that really got the shaft out of this was one of my new favorite wrestlers, Hobbs. Will Hobbs, yeah. So yeah, because he has such a big match. And, and he's then... been so good as of late. He has a shit record, but I kind of like him more because he has a shit record. He's like, <laughs> it's like he's like four and twelve right now, or something like that. Yeah, uh, but you know what though? They're they're doing a really good job just introducing him to the audience and making him seem like a star. Yeah, uh, and uh, even even with uh, him losing that match, he still got to run wild. Yeah, more more signings like Hobbs, and I heard someone about a. Oh, that's someone else that I think is isolating. Um, I don't know him, but I know that he was on the show. It wasn't. It's not Ben Carson. What the hell? Uh, is ben, uh, ben Carter. Ben Carter. Ben Carter. Okay. So what about Ben Carson? Carson really um. Okay. I don't have. I, I have the card. I don't have the results, but I have the uh, card. Alright, first off though, give what just I know it's non COVID related, give me more signings like Hobbs and Ben Carter uh, and less of friggin' Miro and Evan Bourne. Well, Alright, gotta well, get a card. Well Bourne hasn't been signed. He was on again, he lost to Sean Spears, rightfully so, by the way. Yeah, but I think that might have been like a one off or two well in this case two off. I was gonna say that's a two off then. <laughs> I I'm okay with him signing Bourne because he, I think he's good enough and he still has a lot to offer. I'm, but, I'm tired of these ex WWE guys coming in there. I'm one of those guys. I, I do, I do like that they are signing more indie talent. Though I'm so happy they signed like, Eddie Kingston has paid off. Yes. Oh, King, yeah, Kingston's so a well. good sign. Now, did you guys re- real quick? Did you hear his story about how he made his decision to go to AEW? No. I did not. Okay. So I, I believe this was on the AEW podcast, and he had mentioned that. After the match with Cody, he had gotten an offer from WWE to be a, a coach okay. at, the, at the performance center. So his final decision was made after talking to his mom. Oh, that's so nice. And his mom was like, 
Eddie, you're going to be miserable in WWE. I know it. <laughs> Just go to AEW. And he's like, okay, thanks, Mom. I think it's kind of cool that she like, knows he is enough about the wrestling business to know what his preference may be. Yeah, and, and really, if if you really do think about it, if anyone who knows anything about Eddie Kingston would know he would rather be wrestling in AEW oh God, than being man. a coach in WWE. And he, don't get me wrong, he'd be an awesome coach. Mm-hmm. He'd be fantastic. But he he is so much better utilized wrestling mm-hmm. uh, in AEW. And then when it comes time for him to retire, I'm sure he could settle into a coaching position, probably in AEW, that he would enjoy a lot more. Oh, yeah. Right. Uh, give me the dark matches. Let's see if I can realize who's not there. Okay, so we had Scorpio Sky and Frankie Kazarian facing Ray Rosas and Ryzen. Okay. Penelope Ford against Alex Gracia. Okay. The Best Friends against Mbadu and Bishop King. Okay. That's a new one. Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus against Dark Orders number five and number ten. Okay. There's already one person I'm thinking of that, that but let's see if she if they're on this card. Go ahead, continue. Billy and Austin Gunn against Sean Dean and Cesar Bononi. Sean Bean? Sean Dean. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> It's like I told Bill, Josiah, I could probably make up names and I, and say that they wrestled on Dark and you would probably believe me. Say that, but wrestler? He must have got a tryout then. <laughs> uh, Ty Conti against Red Velvet. Okay. Dusted Rhodes and QT Marshall against Number 4 and Colt Cabana. Was Allie there? Uh, doesn't say. It just says with Brandy. Suspicious. Go ahead, continue. Nyla Rose against Rache Chanel. That's the one I was actually thinking of, but okay, she's there. And Luther and Serpentico against Brian Pillman Jr. and Griff Garrison. Okay, two other people that pop out to me as dark regulars that are not there. Um, the Librarian and Brendan Cutler. Hmm. That's a good point, too. That's good. Yep. That's a good one. I know my AEW dark somewhat. <laughs> I don't know why. I do. Um, what other cases happened that would have affected wrestling that we know of? Well, I mean, let's stick with NXT. I mean, Impact's been clean, right? Yeah, Impact has been clean. Um, I mean, unfortunately, they lost Katie Forbes, which is very No, sad. that's the greatest thing ever. <laughs> I am very upset by this. Greatest day in the history of civilization. Um... <laughs> No, actually, um, we might want to keep an eye on that just maybe for like this week because uh, Jordan Grace got married to Jonathan Gresham. They had their wedding um, over the weekend. I saw it on Instagram. That's how I know. Okay. Um, and there was a picture of Kylie Ray with Jordan. So let's see if. Anything... Oh, I see what you're saying. If anything comes of this. Mm-hmm. Oh, good catch. Good catch. I, I doubt it will because it looked like from the picture. Why would you doubt it will? Well, it looked like it was a very small group, mm. but I could be wrong. Um, NXT they had to change their card because because of the party that you mentioned earlier. The oh yeah, who's affected from them? The women's battle royal had to be changed completely. They ended up putting a, like performance center people 
in the battle royal. This oh, yes, I mean, there's yeah. no, there's no way the original winner was that winner. I was even thinking of that. Candice LeRae uh, won, right? Yeah, Candice was the was the winner. She's she's terrible. I, there's no way she was the one what? that was actually planned to winning. I think Did you think Candice LeRae's terrible? Yeah. Oh, dude. <laughs> I'm just saying. I don't. I've never seen anything in her. Well, her WWE run has been less than spectacular, but uh... well, no, that's that seems to be pattern because there have been people that leave WWE, and I'm like, oh, they were pretty good, like Taryn Terrell. But I have always seen her in WWE, and from what I've seen, like, not good. And uh, I was going to say, Candice was spectacular on the Indies. Candice Michelle. <laughs> Candice Lorray. She was spectacular on the Indies. Mm. <laughs> And what was her name under the uh, in, in the Indies? Maybe I did say her. Candice LeRae. Oh, so I probably <laughs> did. And their card for the next takeover, which is this coming Sunday, which looks garbage. It, we it talked might about be this. the weakest one they've had ever. And, and I think the the main event's going to be good, though. Yeah, I agree with that. I, I definitely agree with that. That main event's going to be awesome. But looking at the rest of the card, it's like this could have been a regular episode of NXT. Yeah. Because, let me pull it up real quick. Well, first tell me, okay, so uh, the Battle Royal was effective. Who else was affected? Anyone else? I thought I heard, like, the gauntlet match they had was affected. I'm not really sure. I, I don't think it was, but I could be wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, so, this is the card right now for this coming takeover. They'll probably change in the next 24 hours. Go ahead. So main event is Finn Balor against Kyle O'Reilly. EOS Shirai. IOS, thank you. Candice LeRae. Uh, Damian Priest against Johnny Gargano. Santos Escobar against Isaiah Swerve Scott. I don't think I know either of these. This okay. Do you remember Shane Strickland? Nope. Oh. Kill shot in Lucha Underground. I never really... I watched, like, one episode of Lucha Underground, maybe two. Okay. Okay. The only thing I remembered was this snake girl looking like she was about to blow some guy. That's the only thing I remember. Cobra Moon? I don't, I don't remember the names. I just remember, like, oh, my God. She Thunder very Rosa. Se- this is very sexual right here. She's Thunder Rosa. Oh, okay. And Kushida against R. Kelly Jr. R. Kelly Jr.? <laughs> I believe I can fly? <laughs> Velveteen Dream. Oh. <laughs> no, that's fair. That was a good one, actually. I appreciate that. And you're right. Um, yeah, it's a very weak card. So, But none of them are in any danger as of this recording. Right, as of this recording. Okay. I doubt Velveteen Dream was invited to that party, so I'm sure it's fine for him. He is uh, pretty universally disliked by everyone right now, and rightfully so. Right. How that man still has a job. There's no justice, Bill. There's no, no justice. No. Speaking of no speaking of no justice. How's the NWA doing? NW from what I've heard, they've been alright. Um Yeah, they've been doing fine. It's too bad. <laughs> <laughs> Um, they, I think they're doing their third show tonight of their live Tuesday night show. 
Yeah, it's it's a not an officially NWA show because it's kind of like Championship Wrestling from Hollywood as well with yeah. them. Um, but it just screams like something from the '80s that I wouldn't like. And I, uh, did, it, it's very '80s like. Uh, but I did read that Power is coming back real at some point soon. So. Yes. I don't know how it can. That is the most like closely knit set that I think I can imagine, really. They'll uh, find, I think they'll find I mean, I guess them. there's no audience. I guess that's yeah. fine. Yeah. I, I, uh, I watched the first episode of the, the thing with NWA uh, and the United Wrestling Network is what it's called. Mm-hmm. Uh, I watched the first one and the wrestling itself was good. The stream quality was horrifically bad um because it kept freezing and it i don't know what what end it was if it was fight or if it was um uh the uh the united wrestling network end uh but it was a very shaky first episode because of that Uh, the production itself looked fine uh but that was shaky uh then the second episode uh i'm recapping over the wrestling observer website because i handle the nwa for them Okay. And, uh, and that would be from uh, Maeve Seltzer, right? <laughs> that, that's right. Uh, and uh, uh, anyways, the second episode was awesome. It was actually really good. Uh, they give Thunder Rosa and Priscilla Kelly about 30 minutes in the main event, and they beat the utter crap out of each other. Uh, it's an empty arena show, but I, that match was so good I didn't even notice there was no fans. Um, and, uh, yeah, uh, so NWA is trying things. Let's just put it that way to keep their name out there. And some of the matches they promised to deliver on are now happening on this, uh, United Wrestling Network show until they get NWA power up and running again. Now, have there been any cases? Cause that's why I actually bought them up. Cause as people might know, I am definitely against the NWA, but I do want to know if they have cases. No, no none I... yet. Okay. None yet. And... I want to mention real quick as well, um, a few days ago, Ring of Honor posted a video on their Facebook, and, and I actually shared it on the uh, That Wrestling Show Facebook group, where Ian Riccoboni did like a, a, a narration, it was a 90 second video, because they're, they're, they're airing the uh, pure title tournament that's going <clears> on. Yes. Which has been really good, by the way. I have heard nothing but good things about Ring of Honor right oh, now. Oh, it has been good. It really I mean, I could bring up the fan incident. That's something that's bad about Ring of Honor. <laughs> well, anyway, what they're doing... I don't support them. What they're doing to be safe. This is what I'm curious about. Yes, how are they handling COVID? That's what this match is all about here. After, Not how good their matches are. <laughs> after every match, during the entire time they did their taping, they changed the ring canvas. They took it off after a match, put a new one on, and they cleaned the previous one that was used. They had 10 in total ring canvases. And they had a whole crew there that was there as soon like as, the, as soon as they were done taping a match, they went out, they untied the ropes of the canvas, took it off, put a new one on for the safety of the wrestlers and the referees. How long does that take? 
Or you don't even you didn't see the video of that. I'm just I, curious. I I'm not bashing them for anything. I just it, I'm curious. Like, I feel like that's a long process. It didn't look that long, actually. It, it doesn't take long to cha- change a ring canvas if you have people who know what they're doing. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, it take yeah. a lot of people to do it. They they had probably like twenty people around the ring doing it. To, okay, and that's a lot. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I but I mean, uh, I helped set up a ring once, uh, mm-hmm. and it was a smaller ring, mm-hmm. and the total to actually set up the entire ring probably about a half hour uh and then the canvas itself only took five to ten minutes if you know what you're doing i guess what i'm saying is i imagine those tapings to have been marathon tapings then because of this which i'm not saying is bad i'm in fact it's more safe probably but i'm just saying it's if you're a ring of honor town i'm like oh my god this is gonna take forever imagine being like the fourth match you're like i'm gonna be here for four hours yeah, they, they taped everything in a few days, mm-hmm. uh, and they had everyone enter a bubble. Uh, and like you, once you were in, you couldn't leave. They they provided food for everyone and all this kind of stuff. Uh, so and I think they taped eight weeks of TV at once. Yeah, they did. So so uh, if if there's a promotion that is actually handling all this right, it's Ring of Honor right now. At this point, are there any promotions that are not running? Well, is MLW running? There's... Not yet. Not, Not yet. yet. Okay, so there's the one. There's but they've been one. teasing like as the restart. Okay. See, when you say the word restart, that makes me think that any of their title holders are no longer champions. No, they're they're keeping. That's what a true restart would be. Like yeah. if I played a game and I decided to restart my system, I feel like my save file would be gone. Uh, yeah, the, it's or it's not restart. a strict restart in that regard. It's just a restart of shows. I shouldn't say that because actually these days it just saves on there. I'm saying if it was like a Nintendo game. Mm-hmm. 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 Uh, okay, so, so let's see. We have a little more time here. That any other COVID cases that um, is J- New Japan? Are they saying any COVID cases? How are they doing over there? So New Japan is doing exceptional. Um, I'm not surprised I'm, at all. I'm watching the G1 right now, mm-hmm. and uh, anytime. They haven't had anyone in the G1 itself uh, display any symptoms, but they're testing all the wrestlers multiple times on the tour uh, and how they're doing it as well. This is a very smart way to do it. Uh, They created bubbles for each block. So block A does not interact with block B. uh, So for people who didn't know, the G1 Climax is a round-robin tournament with two blocks, block A and block B, 10 wrestlers in each block. And they uh, compete against each other. They all wrestle each other. And the one with the most points advances to the finals. That's typical round robin stuff. Um, So what they're doing on the tour is night one was block A. Night B is block two. uh, Night three, block A. And they alternate back and forth, which is they always have always done. But they completely uh, scrapped the tag matches that the opposing block would have. So on night okay. one, block, block B would have had five tag matches or four tag matches um, with the competitors from block B competing against each other to help build up the matches for the next night, uh, the singles matches. And they completely scrapped that. So what they're doing is one young lion match and then the five block matches and the show's over. Each show's mm-hmm. about two hours long, two hours right. to two and a half hours long now. Um, and then the people from Block A, when they're done, they travel to the next town, 
they they stay in their own little bubble and they get to rest, they get the night off, and then they come back the the next night so there's no tag matches. So uh, and Block B does the same thing. Uh, so they're only interacting with the people that they're set to compete with. Okay. Uh, and so they're they're keeping them all isolated from each other. They're uh, they're doing it very very well in that regard, uh, and everyone's being tested extensively before every show. And with 19 shows in 30 days, you do the math, and they're probably testing them before they even enter the hotels in each town. Mm-hmm. So, uh, plus the capacity uh, for all the arenas that they're running, I think they're still running uh, 25 to 50 percent capacity. Uh, and everyone's wearing masks and there is no cheering. You're only allowed to clap and everyone is clapping. Mm-hmm. Um, but they're allowed to clap and stomp their feet and they're being nice and loud for the big matches in that regard. Um, the atmosphere is a little bit different because of that. So the matches don't feel as heated necessarily, but they're still high quality wrestling. Um, and there have been no cases for them. They have not been hit once. But if right. someone if someone in a group tests positive, I'm quite sure the show will be canceled and delayed. Like that's yep, I can I believe that. That's that's how they've been handling it. Uh and as far as other promotions in Japan going, they're following there's three tournaments running right now. All Japan is running theirs and uh no, Pro Wrestling Noah is running theirs. Uh Oh, they all have their big tournaments of the year, and they all decided to run at the same time. So if you're a Japanese wrestling fan, you are getting treated. Uh, and Stardom's running their five-star Grand Prix at the same time as well, which is their tournament, like a G1. Uh, so you're getting a, an exceptional amount of treats as a Japanese wrestling fan. Um, and, yeah, all of them seem to be handling it very well. Um, yeah, I'm not surprised by that. They seem like they've had a great handle on this ever since... You know, since the beginning, and obviously we've already talked about the United States and and, and to a lesser degree Mexico. You know, can't say the same thing. Um, I do want to bring up another thing because I want to out for you because we talked about the Florida thing before, mm-hmm. and I think what we forgot to talk about though is what's going to happen with WWE and AEW with these new restrictions, if anything, or these new lack of restrictions. Now, before you answer that, I would like to clarify. Um, something from before. I'm going to read this real quick to you. Um, it's from ABC News. Florida lifts all COVID-19 restrictions to kind of give you a what someone else said. So let me read this real quick, and then you guys tell me, do you think, like, does WWE start running a venue outside of Thunderdome, despite the fact that they have rented Thunderdome till I believe, late October? Does AEW start trying to run? Here's the article. Um, Florida residents will no longer be fined for not wearing face masks and COVID restrictions on all businesses in the state, including restaurants and bars, have been lifted in an effort to help the state's economy, according to Governor Ron DeSantis. Every business has the right to operate, DeSantis said at news conference Friday. Some of the locals can do reasonable regulations, but you can't just say no. Local governments can put their own restrictions in place as long as they don't limit restaurant seating to less than 50% occupancy. Local officials will be required to justify restrictions that limit a restaurant's occupancy to less than 100% capacity. In addition uh, addition to, I'm sorry, wait, Florida logged nearly 2,000 new 
COVID-19 cases on Sunday, and the state's total number of cases topped 700,000. In addition to infections, at least 14,037 residents have died of the virus, according to the state health department. Um, all the rest of this stuff is just stats and health department. But I want to read it to give a better idea instead of guessing what I thought the actual restrictions were, because I was a little bit wrong, um, if you heard what I said there, because I guess local government can place some restrictions, but still need to get it justified. Hmm. I don't see this ending well. Okay, so now on to my wrestling question, as I mentioned. Do you think this affects WWE or AEW? So theoretically, they can run with fans now, can't they? Absolutely. Both mm-hmm. of them can. I mean, AEW has been to a limited extent anyways. Yeah. But, but they can up it now. They can, but I'm not sure if Tony Khan is willing to take the risk. Well, I don't even know how these other tickets are selling, to be honest with you. How are the yeah. ticket uh, tickets going with the current fans? I mean, are they selling all them out? I saw a great promotion that was like, if I was down in Florida and wasn't scared, like I am right now, um, where it's like a season pass. Yeah, yeah. There's it's like seven shows for a reasonable price. And if it's um, interchangeable, I would definitely get that because I'm be like, yeah, if I don't want to go this week, someone else can go. Hmm. Uh. Yeah, I, I think they're doing all right. Most weeks they're hitting the 15%. Um, but the truth is, too, even if they were to open up 100%, there's no way they're filling that building 100%. Mm-hmm. Right. Not now. Not in the middle of this pandemic. There are enough reasonable-minded people that won't go. Um, but I can see them opening it up eventually to uh, 30% capacity, and then, to, then to 50 if it goes well enough. Um at least trying to, but mm. they, they would have to have everyone in bubbles. They would have to have the masks mandatory before I would even become close to comfortable with that. If they, if they do it like new Japan is doing it. Great. Go for it. Mm. Go for it. Yeah. You know what? There's no harm. If you monitor it the way new Japan does. Um, well, not no harm, but you know what I mean? It's probably right. the best, the best that you can do in that situation. Um, as far as WWE opening to fans, I have no idea what Vince has planned. That guy, I don't think he knows what he has planned yet. Well, the other thing I was thinking of is, okay, so they have Thunderdome that they've been using for Raw and SmackDown, but, I mean, NXT's not there, so maybe that's the one you run. Yeah, yeah. If, if they would let some a few people into full sale, maybe that's what they could do. Perhaps, yeah. What do you think, Bill? What do you think AEW and WWE are going to do, if anything, with this new lack of restrictions? I think AEW's going to stay at Daly's place. I don't see them going anywhere. Um, right. I, I could... Maybe they open up a little bit more, but not too much more mm-hmm. like i i think josiah saying 30 percent is actually a reasonably good number um with wwe it's so weird it's so hard to predict them now because you know their deal with the arena they're in does end at the end of october 
So I think the October 30th SmackDown is going to be their last show there. And then it's like, where do you go? I mean, you can't, at this point, you can't go back to the Performance Center to run shows. Mm-hmm. Um, if you did full sale, it would basically just look like the Performance Center, except smaller. Right. Unless... Well, what can... about... I heard the rumor of that um, maybe a letter went out, like, get ready to tour after yeah, this I is have read. Yeah, I've heard that, too. Mm-hmm. But the question is, what places would be willing to open back up and let a WWE show happen in their venue? Not well, many. Not many. Not you, many. You, I don't know. You say not many, but like the venue's not being used and the owners of the venue aren't getting any money. So well, if you have someone that would pop, buy tea or, you know, pay for the time there. I don't. I think there might be some. I mean, this is these are businesses that got no revenue for since April at this point. It really, the question is less about the venue and what states will allow it. Exactly, because like that's true. That's like I could see them maybe touring Florida, make it like a territory for a little bit. <laughs> okay. Be like, oh, Raw is in Miami tonight. SmackDown's gonna be in Tampa on Friday, and then like right. the next week they go to like Tallahassee, and then. They'll go to, like, Daytona and other places. I guess, theoretically, uh, they can do that. Uh, honestly, I would not be shocked if they tried to do a Florida loop. That that would not shock me. That actually might not be bad for a little bit. Mm-hmm. Just because they would be in one state. Right. And then... The, the one that's, the not, that's not being restricted exactly. either, so... Yeah, and then if other states start to become like Florida and you pay close attention, do you then take the chance to leave your comfort zone, which has been Florida since March, and go to another place? But also the other problem, well, see, I'm going to say the other problem is that some of these states have travel restrictions, like we mentioned earlier with New Jersey and New York. But the problem is, is like, and I remember being so mad about this. I, we, I don't know if we probably talked about it on the show, is when our governor was asked about um, the sports players because we have MetLife Stadium. Mm-hmm. It was kind of indicated, no, they wouldn't have to do the travel restrictions. I'm like, why? They're not better than me. Fuck that. So, like, I say travel restrictions might be an issue, but maybe not. Maybe they'll be welcomed everywhere just like the sports players are. Maybe, but, I mean, there was news that came out today that the Tennessee Titans had to close their facility, their football team had to close their facility because eight people tested positive for COVID-19. Five of them were staff, three of them were players, and they were in Minnesota over the weekend. And, like, they closed their facility until Saturday Mm. because of this outbreak. So this is, like, the first major outbreak that the NFL has had this entire time. And that Do you think should, this is a big... Sorry, go ahead. Sorry. I was going to say, that should be something that WWE should keep an eye on because if you have a team that traveled from Tennessee to Minnesota and then came back and then you end up finding out eight people tested positive, that's going to raise a couple of flags there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then, well, right now, 
with Minnesota, no one has tested positive, but they closed their facility. How long that's going to be closed, not really sure. Right. Um, uh, side note, out of curiosity, uh, Bill, do you think this is the beginning of the end of the NFL this season? <sighs> that's a good question. I think it is. I think you're done. If I think you should can... pack up your fantasy football league. I know. And there were some leagues where I was like, three, you know? <laughs> but anyway. Um, I was like, I, I was like, this isn't what I want to happen. I want it to be just everyone goes and takes a knee and people get mad and don't watch the NFL. That's what I want to happen. Not this. Oh, it, that, that's been happening. Oh, no, it has been. I know, but it's, it wasn't going to be the end. I NFL. think if we get one more team within this next week, then I think they might consider starting to shut down. Yeah. Because it, it starts with one, and Tennessee to Minnesota is not close. That's a that's a bit of a distance. And how many weeks in are they at this point? Three, and, right? Uh, yeah, this, they're going into week four. Okay. Um, yeah, okay. So you're right, though. Well, maybe they'll reconsider if this thing happens with the NFL. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know. All right. Uh, if any of you, either of you two have anything else to bring up, we'll do final plugs after it. Any any last things that you guys have? Nothing that I can think of. No, yeah, I think I we're got nothing. Here. Like I said, unfortunately, I think we're going to wind up doing another one at this time next month, if not sooner, because I do expect there to be news in Florida. We continue to come to look at what's going on in Canada. We have the election coming up. We have vaccine stuff, possibly. We'll see what happens with that. Uh, I think um, I think we're in for at least another two or three episodes of this, even though I really am surprised this went past five episodes. If you were to ask me, back, when did we do the first one? In April, right? About, about, yeah, about April. Or, April. or May. Like, how many episodes of this are you doing? I would have said three. We're at six episodes now. Um, so, yeah, we'll see what happens. Josiah, give some final plugs. Where can people find you? You know, I was thinking about messaging you the other day. I saw um, trending worldwide on social media. Uh, what was it like? Downtown Canada? No, no, no. Um, Jesus is Lord or something like that. Or Jesus oh. is King. <laughs> I was like, oh, I bet Josiah is pretty pumped about this one. <laughs> I didn't see that myself. It was but... weird. It, out of nowhere, it was like in the afternoon. It was like trending number seven. And I was yeah. looking to see like if someone said it. I was like, hmm, can't really tell. It doesn't really say. Just, just everyone, decides, yeah. everyone just started to love Jesus all at once, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> well, you can find me at WR underscore central on Twitter and Twitch and I think that's it for my social media and that. Uh, you can. What's that? What are you doing on Twitch? Nothing right now. Oh. I haven't done anything in a while. I've just been too busy with work. Uh, I do hope to get... Well, I hope to eventually stream more when I when I get more time, but I don't have the time right now. Um, yeah, you just did something recently. I saw that, right? Like, you did a service? Oh, a church service. Yes. Yes, I yes. did. Yes, I did. Um, I... Uh, I led a church service at a church in uh, Nova Scotia. I am basically it was a, my second interview to be their pastor. So we Ooh. shall see. We'll she'll see how that works out. Uh, I I don't know how it will work out, but uh, it was positive on both sides. So uh, I'll know more in the coming future for that. Um, but uh, yeah, you can follow me there on Twitter uh, and 
uh, Twitch. And you can also uh, look at my work at WrestlingObserver.com or DailyDDT.com. I, I haven't been writing a lot lately uh, just because of pure busyness with work. Uh, and uh, But I hope to uh, be writing a bit more soon. Uh, the next, I will be recapping tonight's uh, United Wrestling Network primetime uh, for the NWA featuring Colt, uh, not Colt Cabana, featuring uh, Aaron Stevens versus Trevor Murdoch for the NWA national title. So uh, correction, be... that is third degree black belt That's right. national heavyweight title. That's right, his third degree <laughs> national title. Um, and uh, I believe there's another NWA match on there. But uh, like, if you haven't if you're going to check out any of those shows, check out last week's with Thunder Rosa versus Priscilla Kelly for the uh, NWA World Women's Championship. That match was awesome. It was one of my favorite matches of the of the COVID era here, uh, except for some New Japan and some uh, maybe one or two in AEW. It was honestly fantastic. It was one of the best women's matches I've seen all year. All right. Uh, as far as I go, it's Matt's podcasting on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, in the middle of adding the archives of now, that's what I call podcasting. Um, hopefully, be able to announce the a new project in either in either November or December. That will be the announcement, not necessarily when it starts. Um, of course, November is usually dedicated to November, so. It's probably going to focus on mostly adding these archives. It's been a long time since I uh, tried actually putting the past into the archives. So I'm going to concentrate on that. And I guess that's pretty much it for me. Like uh, Probably another WWE 3 is coming soon, actually. Uh, I think I'm due for that once a month. Um, I'll hopefully add better stuff, because thank God we did it earlier this mm-hmm. month, though, because there is garbage on free wwe network as of like two days ago um so yeah uh okay belts do your plugs and let's get out of here all right uh you can follow me on twitter at house of bill follow me on instagram at mr billiam 85 check out uh that wrestling show uh currently i'm going solo at the moment uh each and every friday um and also uh i do a, a another podcast called Shark's Pond, a South Park podcast, where I review each and every episode of South Park. And this coming week, I'm going to give you my quick thoughts on the pandemic special that's going to air this Wednesday. So you want to check that out, plus a new episode will be coming up as well. Thank you guys for listening to yet another episode of us discussing wrestling in a COVID-19 world, and we'll talk to you all later.